0: In this week's parasha, we find the mysterious episode of Yehuda and Tamar. The Torah tells us that before their encounter, Tamar asked Yehuda, "What will you give me as payment?" And Yehuda replied, "I will send you a goat for my flock." When Yehuda gets back home, he wants to fulfill his pledge, so he approaches his good friend Adelami and he asks him to deliver a goat to Tamar. But there's something very bizarre about Yehuda's request. This was Yehuda's most degrading and disgraceful incident of his life. So why did he confide in his best friend by asking him to do the delivery? Couldn't he find the primitive equivalent of Uber? Or just walk into a UPS store, send it anonymously, pay cash and don't include a return address? So let's examine the word friendship. What is considered the true friend? So how many friends do you think an average person has on Facebook? Incredibly, the answer is 338. What's even more amazing is that in time of crisis, statistics show that you can only count on two of those friends to be there for you, to bail you out from any predicament. Truly incredible. People like to live this life of illusion, the social media life, where they portray this glorious and impeccable image to the outside world, to their 338 so-called friends. But only their true friends know what's really going on in their lives. Their challenges, their hardships and struggles that they encounter on a daily basis. The social media friends, the followers, the likes, those are all fake and fictitious. So how do we determine who's a true friend? So the Torah tells us, Yehuda was in a precarious position. He had to make good on his pledge. But who could he confide in? Yehuda was in a quandary. Who can he really trust? So the Pasik says, he turned to his good friend Adalami. Yuda knew that he wasn't just another imaginary friend. How did he know he was a true, genuine friend? Because when you can share your most humiliating and embarrassing moment of your life with someone, and you know they will not judge you and they will support you, that's a genuine friend. And that's why he confided in Adalami. During brachas, we make a bracha that refers to the just married couple. sameach to sameach reim ahuvim. We allude to them as reim, friends. Why reim specifically? There are many other phrases in Lashon Kodesh for the word friends. What is the uniqueness of the expression reim? And the answer is very profound. The word for friend in Hebrew is re'ah spelled reish ayin. The word for ra, bad. Is also spelled Reish Ayn. What is the connection between the two? Because when you can reveal Ra, the Reya, then you've got a true friend. A true authentic friend is someone who can reveal the bad things you've done, your flaws, your blemishes, the things that you're not proud of, and they will not judge you, or look down on you, or think any less of you. Likewise, when a young couple gets married, it's with understanding that it will not always be smooth sailing invariably, human beings aren't perfect. We all have our faults and our shortcomings. And that's why we tell them, reim ahuvim reim. Even when times are reim, when life is not perfect, it should still be ahuvim. There should still be love and respect between them. Under the Chuppah, we make a pledge to our spouse that even though it's reim, even though one party messes up or does something wrong, we will still stand firmly behind them and protect them. No matter how difficult things seem, we are here for each other and support each other through thick and thin. One of the most famous mitzvahs in the Torah is vahafta l Why not V'ahavta L'Chavaracha Kamaycha? Why does the Torah use the expression l specifically? Because Chavar is from the word So Someone you are closely connected to. Someone that gets you same background, same ideology, someone from your inner circle, someone from your private, exclusive WhatsApp group. So of course you're going to love them and go out of your way to help them. But the Torah is commanding, even when it's ra'ah, even when this person may cause you some indignity, people say, I can't be seen with that person, with that neb. It's not good for my shidduch resume. So the Torah tells you, even if you might suffer some humiliation, you should still go out of your way and befriend them. And this reminds me of an unbelievable story. A colleague of mine from the tri-state area went to die in Wozna for a faher, And Rav Wozna starts testing him, and after a short while, he's blown away. He was so knowledgeable in all areas of Allah, his Avana, his Amkas, his Midas, his Yer a once-in-a-generation talent. Rav Wozna tells him, Please give me the phone number of your father. I'd like to speak to him. He calls him up and he tells him, I just spoke to your son, and I'm so overwhelmed with his bakiyas, his harifas, his overall demeanor. I've never seen anything like this. He's a chad badayra. Please tell me, was he always like this? Was he a child prodigy? The father tells him, he was a good boy growing up, but definitely not anything like this. Then an incident happened while he was a Bakr in yeshiva, and after that day, his whole world changed. Masa Shahoya Kach It was a random Monday in the winter. And after Kriya Torah, they called up my son for Hagba. He gets up there and he does a reverse Hagba. Something that's typically done on Simchas Torah. This is never done during the year. And this now became the talk of the yeshiva. All everyone wanted to talk about was what my son did. Was it the right thing to do? This is not Simcha's Torah? Is he trying to draw attention to himself? Is this perhaps a Bazayana Torah? The Shiva was tumbling. Later that day, the Rosh Hashiva called him, my son, and he asked him, why did you do this? My son tells him, Rabbi, let me tell you what happened. The bachar that was eilish lishi had a very pronounced stutter. It took him a long time to complete the bracha. And I observed as all the bacharim was smirking and sneering, and I knew that all the talk in Yeshiva will be about this boy and his deficiency. So I had to think quick, what can I do to divert their attention from this boy? So I decided I'll do something very bizarre and draw attention to myself, and they'll stop talking about him and they'll direct their attention towards me. And Rav Woznor was stunned. The father said, from that day on, everything changed. He was given a gift from heaven. He became a special lambdan. His understanding, his depth, his diligence, all became exceptional, off the charts. We didn't recognize him. A generational talent. What this boy did personifies the putting yourself in harm's way on behalf of your friend. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.